This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 188 with Mary Shores. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 188. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Mary Shores is the internationally known author of Conscious Communications, your step-by-step guide to harnessing the power of your words to change your mind, your choices, and your life. As an author, speaker, entrepreneur, and CEO, Mary teaches individuals and businesses to fearlessly create their own realities by using scientific methods and practical personal development. Mary has appeared internationally in magazines, on television shows, and has been the guest of over 80 podcasts. Her practical and scientific methods, straightforward teaching, and actionable tips ensure that anyone can improve their life. In 1992, Mary's daughter was born profoundly brain damaged, which meant Mary lived in and out of Children's Hospital for more than a year to attend to Haley's needs until she passed. Mary has since had two other children and suffered a soul-crushing divorce. It's a lot of life for a woman in her 40s to draw upon while building a multi-million dollar business. Mary is a fighter, a survivor, and a warrior with a powerful message, and I know you're going to learn a few things from her. Listen in to hear Mary share how she survived the loss of her child, her son's diagnosis with autism, and a soul-crushing divorce. She'll also share the significance of stored trauma and how it impacts you physically. She's going to talk about her philosophy of cleanse versus clog to improve all areas of your life. And she's going to dive into the neuroscience of personal development and how it can completely shift your mindset. This was a big episode with powerful ideas and just a lot of really great conversations. So I'm very excited to share this with you. Mary and I hit it off before we even started recording. So she's going to have to come back and talk more about some of these things because I really, really enjoyed this conversation and felt like we could have gone on for hours. So let's go ahead and dive in with Mary Shores. Mary Shores, welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm so excited to have you here today. Hi, Sarah. I am equally as excited to be meeting you. (laughs) I know. It's so fun meeting new friends via Skype. It really is. By the end of interviews on Skype, I literally feel like, oh, I just made a new friend today. And we're only doing audio. Like, we don't even get to see each other. And we still, we're going to be besties by the end. We sure are. And I can see your pretty picture. (laughs) And yours is lovely as well. All right. So let's dive in. Tell us a little bit more about the dynamics of your personal and professional life beyond your bio and what you're most excited about right now. So I'm going to tell you what I'm most excited about right now. And that is gaining industry recognition. So 
my personal and professional life have been intertwined for a very long time because I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was only 24 years old. And I really went out on a big, bold limb and started a debt collection agency, which is, I'm guessing, probably the least likely type of guest you ever thought you would have. (laughs) Sounds like a really fun career. What a great way to start a show. (laughs) Anyway, hang in there, guys, because like as the rest of the story unfolds, you're going to see how it intertwines. Well, my mission for a very long time has been to that I want people to feel good about paying their debts because having a debt is such a psychological burden and it is a burden that will keep people from applying for a mortgage or applying for a certain job, starting a business. You know, it will even stop people from dating the same person, believe it or not, because you know why? Because it creates an underlying foundational feeling of shame and unworthiness. Mm. And so that has been my mission for a super long time. And the reason what I'm saying that I'm so excited about is because my philosophy is now gaining industry recognition. And that is not something I ever, ever dreamed could happen. So, you know, 10 years ago, these other colleagues of mine thought I was ridiculous. And now they're coming to me for all kinds of, you know, trainings, being the voice of the industry, writing articles about me. It's just been a total 360. And I am so excited about that because it will allow me to make change in this country as the way that debt is looked at. Very cool. I like that you have turned debt into something really exciting and powerful. You know what? And it's sad that it takes someone to do it, but I'm like ready for it. You know, I feel very strongly about it. I'm sort of conjuring this book in my mind called Debt Detox, which is going to be, I mean, it's probably years away, but it's just sort of a title right now and some rough chapter ideas. But yeah, that's like really the core of a lot of what I do. Sort of like the starting point. Nice, nice. And I'm excited because I know you do a lot of work around mindset and internal work. So that's what we're going to dive into a little bit more later in our conversation. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that, because I can see how that would be so connected to debt detoxing. (laughs) But prior to that, before we jump into all the professional stuff, I would love to talk to you on a motherhood level first, because actually I was telling for our listeners, I was telling Mary before we started recording, that her publicist sent me over information about her new book, Conscious Communication. And I was really excited to read about that. And I was like, oh, this is super interesting and sounds fascinating and really relevant to the mindset work that we talk about here a lot on the Shameless Mom Academy. But what really caught my eye is that the publicist sent this little snippet about Mary's family situation, about her entrance into motherhood, surviving a soul-crushing divorce, and just being like a fighter and a warrior as a shameless mom. So I was actually most excited about talking about that. So let's go ahead and talk about your traumatic entrance into motherhood. And can you share that experience with us? And as well as some of the other life events that led you to being in this positive and powerful place today? I'm happy to. And I want to preface it by just letting the audience know before they listen to this that I'm okay. All right. So I might if I cry, I'm okay, And I've gotten through these things and there's a lot to learn from it. So I was somebody that has been out on my own since I was 16 years old. I am literally the epitome of a self-made person in life. And even though my circumstances like statistically, I'm not the type of person that would have ever even made it out of my own hometown, let alone the things that I have been able to do. So I moved out at 16, um, not by my choice. And by the time I was 19, I had a daughter and there was a traumatic event that happened during labor. She lost oxygen for over five minutes to the brain. And this resulted in profound level brain damage. Now, profound level brain damage looks like vegetation. So if you remember Terry Schiavo, you know, that's exactly the level of brain damage we're talking about. 
She was blind. She was deaf. She was unable to even suck a bottle because believe it or not, the suckling is an instinct and a reflex. Mm. And she wasn't even able to do that. So she had a gastronomy tube inserted into her tummy. And she was in the beginning, especially she was on full life support. So you know, there was machines beating her heart, keeping her breathing, that kind of thing. But she lived and she came home with us. And for the next year and a half until she did pass away, my life was really spent living in and out of Riley Children's Hospital in Indianapolis. And this for a 19 year old was just devastating because you can't unsee certain things. So not only am I dealing with what I'm witnessing with my own child, but You know, I'm seeing the children in the burn unit, in the cancer units. I'm seeing the child that is passing away, the car accidents. You know, I'm sleeping on the emergency room floors. And it was just such a desperate situation. I mean, I was textbook poor at the time. I had no money. Neither did my boyfriend. We were just kids. And she eventually passed away. Yeah, so that's sort of the entrance that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That was the experience of it. Before we dive deeper, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, StoryWorth. So everyone has their family member who has the best stories. Personally, it's my dream to be that family member. I want to be the one everyone comes to for the best stories. So we have people who maybe they talk about the first neighborhood TV back in the 60s, or maybe there's someone in the family who generations ago had a crazy trip across the Atlantic to come to the US. Maybe there's a relative who always is talking about hilarious college pranks that they played. So StoryWorth is a place where these stories can be preserved and these narratives can be shared and saved for future generations to enjoy them. This is also a place where families can come together every week to share stories and get to know each other better. StoryWorth was founded by a guy who wanted his dad to record his amazing stories. And the family enjoyed the process so much that they launched in April of 2013 so that families around the world could share in this gift as well. StoryWorth makes it fun and easy for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts and questions you've probably never thought to ask your loved ones, but you will be so excited to see the answers and just fascinated and intrigued by all the things that you don't know, but you will be so grateful to know once you learn and hear these stories. At the end of your year, after you share the stories on a weekly basis, you get a beautiful hardcover book, strengthening your family bonds and letting you get to know your loved ones in a whole new way. So here's how it works. You sign up for a subscription to StoryWorth. You can sign up for a loved one to give this to them. And each week, StoryWorth will send them an email with a question or writing prompt about their life. They simply reply to the email or they can record their response by calling into StoryWorth on the private phone number that will only be shared with family members that you choose. And after the year is over, all of these stories are put together into a beautiful keepsake book. So this is a perfect holiday gift because it's so thoughtful, so meaningful, and just something that obviously the family's going to treasure for years and years to come. It's also a great last minute gift if you maybe have a little bit of shopping left and you need to do something meaningful on a short timeline. So to save $20 off of StoryWorth, go to storyworth.com forward slash shameless. Again, to save $20 off of StoryWorth today, go to storyworth.com slash shameless to start sharing your stories with your loved ones and your family and make a beautiful gift for someone today. And now let's dive back in with Mary. That sounds so overwhelming for a 19 year old. I cannot even imagine. And I would imagine that if you left home, not by your own choice at 16, that you didn't have a lot of family support around you. So I did and I didn't. My mother was somebody that was really passionate about seeking her true love. And so she married and divorced several times. And when she met the last guy and married him, I guess having children in the house just wasn't part of the equation, but she was around Mm. and, you know, at the very least, like made sure my car payment was made. You know, I would say the way I would describe that is that my very basic Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. were taken care of. So I was not homeless. I was not without food or clothing. It was not that kind of a situation, Mm -hmm. but I had absolutely zero guidance or love and support in my Mm -hmm. life. Right, right. Which is what you would, I mean, just um, the emotional support that you would need 
as a 19 year old mother in under the best of circumstances as a 19 year old mother, let alone what you're going through in terms of trauma and grief while your daughter was still alive. And then obviously after she passed away, that must've just been so overwhelming. And, you know, the interesting thing about that kind of trauma is how life defining it is and how it contributes to your life story. And I'm sure you've done some reflection on that just based on the little bit that I know of you. It seems like you're a person who reflects and rewrites your stories in order to make them a powerful part of your life rather than feeling like a victim to your stories. And so maybe you can actually talk a little bit about that. Like how were you able to move forward and what has the impact of losing a child at such a young age been on the rest of your life? So I will piggyback on what you said about story, because that fits in perfectly with conscious communications. That part of my quote unquote manifestation formula in life is that this thing about reframing your stories, because we all have a tragic story in our life. We all have the things that just make us feel terrible. And what I have come to realize is that a lot of times we don't understand this, but the most beautiful part of our story is in the moments of moving on. It is in the lesson, the way to have your story be something that empowers you versus have it keep you swirling in the past is in the way that you view it. You know, do you view yourself as a victim or do you view yourself as powerful? And that is all going to be determined by how tight of a grip you have on the past. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption and liver toxicity which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home, so like the installation free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue and here's the thing I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood 
understood explains and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. And so one of the things that I write about and I love to teach is that it's so relevant to learn how to loosen the grip on the story. And I'm certainly not saying that your story isn't real and I'm not saying that it's not important, but what I am saying is that every time you retell that story, you can relive that emotional charge, which is going to reinforce the neural network in the subconscious mind that was created at the time of the tragedy. Mm. And that leads to PTSD. And because we are, and I firmly believe that we are creating our worlds day to day, choice by choice as we go, the more times we stay stuck in that position, the more chaos we will create. And so when you can learn how to take your story, loosen the grip, doesn't mean it's not your story, but loosen the grip and get more charge out of the empowerment side of it, Mm -hmm. then you just overall you feel so much better. Right. As a result. Right. And that takes a lot of conscientious practice to really reconsider all the elements of your story and to consider how you can move through that and move forward after experiencing something traumatic. But I think that what I've noticed as I've started reconsidering some things from my past, and most recently, especially my husband and I've gone through some pretty significant infertility challenges and feeling powerful about being in control of my story's ending, no matter what the outcome is, has been a game changer. And now it's like, I feel like, and not to say that like, you know, awful things can happen and they could still be gut-wrenching and heartbreaking and extremely traumatic and tragic. But I also feel really confident that like nothing can break me because I've already proven to myself that I have the power to create something positive from any situation. That doesn't mean it's going to happen the day of the trauma. It's not necessarily going to be positive, but it's like, I know that I can like reframe and rework things as I need to. And that feels really, really good. Yeah. You know, when you talk about letting go of expectations, that's the second part of my answer to that question is that because my second child is on the autism spectrum. And one of the things that I've had to do is reframe my expectation of what it means even just to be a mother and to, to have a child on the spectrum. Because, you know, I guess I grew up with this belief that, I mean, I have two sons and I grew up in a very athletic family. And what that looked like to me was that my sons were going to be on the baseball team and the football team and the basketball team. And they were going to be, you know, the most valuable player because that's what I was used to, like with my brother and my father and these kinds of things. But the reality is, you know, I don't have a secure future for my son and I've had to drop all expectations. And that started very early on when I realized, you know, he's not going to be on the sports team. He's going to be on the Pokemon team or whatever, (laughs) the Minecraft team, right? (laughs) but it's okay. Or the Rubik's cube club, (laughs) but that was not my dream family. And I had to let go completely of this like expectation that I had created. And, you know, other people sometimes will compare and say, Oh, you know, my teenagers, just like your teenager, like there's not really that different. It's not that different having Asperger's. And it kind of makes you cry a little bit inside because I just want to say to that other mom, you know what, your kid's going to get a driver's license, right? Your kid's going to go to college. Your kid's going to get married. Your kid's going to have a career. I don't know if any of those things are going to happen for my child because I don't know if my child's capable of those things. Right. Right. Yeah. That's so, so overwhelming. Did you have a time? How old is your son now? Or how old are both of your sons? Seven. The one on the spectrum is 17. The other one is 16. Okay. Did you have times when you questioned, like, you know, after going through the loss of a child, one would think you would deserve the best of all circumstances. That's what I thought. Right, right. Like you thought like you wouldn't have too awful, you know, I don't want to say awful isn't the right word because I know your son is such a gift, but you don't want to have like these two challenges. Like that doesn't seem fair. Did you go through periods of questioning that or have you been able to... I guess, talk about how that's looked for you. 
Well, I've definitely gotten to the point of accepting it, but absolutely, you know, I guess the mind chatter would look like, you know, what are the odds? Right, right. You know, what are the odds that this, you know, special needs child is coming to me a second time? And, you know, sometimes it still occurs to me, but it has been a lot of years. And so, you know, I've gotten to that place of acceptance. And also, you know, again, the, the whole thing about loosening the grip on the story. Right, right. That makes so much sense. And in addition to all that, let's just cap it off here with a soul crushing divorce. Do you want to touch on that piece and what that has been and kind of how that's added to the overall picture? Sure. And just to remind the listeners, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I think everybody feels like their divorce is soul crushing. Mm hmm. You know, everyone feels, I mean, occasionally I meet someone who has gone through like an easy breezy divorce where they just kind of realized they weren't in love, but they still want to be friends and all of that. And that was not my reality. You know, I think that something that's very tough on a marriage is special needs children. Like if we really wanted to get real. Yeah. Moms are incredibly strong. I love the title of your podcast, Shameless Mom and Shameless Mom Academy, because I have to be that like I have to put my ego in check and show up at meetings that sometimes I feel just completely demoralized as a human, let alone a mother, you know, and you put yourself in these situations because of that. But like with my divorce was like left me in a position of being complete and utterly shattered and broken for two years. And I love this question so much because I talk about it a lot lately about it being as if my body and if we think of the concept of a body, think of it like your spine and you know how your spine is supposed to be flexible. You know, you're not doing those cat and cows and down dogs without a flexible spine. Right. But it had such a physical impact on me. That eventually, you know, the one stress after another, after another, it's like it fused my spine into a metal rod. Mm. And I just became so stiff and tight, intense in just every porous area, everything, every structure of my body was like this stiff rod. And it developed into like a very serious kyphosis in my back and Not a lot of people are going to be familiar with that word. So let me take a moment to say what that means. So I had a 56 degree curve in my upper back. So when you see the older ladies and they've got like the pretty bad humpback, Mm -hmm. that is where I was headed. And it was to the point where it was already visible. So normal is like between, I don't know, let's just say normal is between like 35 and 38%. I really don't know, but I know it's not above 40 to still be normal. Okay. So I was at 56 degrees. So that already tells you like how far gone I was. Right. And it's all because when you go through these traumatic experiences in life, what happens is, and I'm also very tall. So you see this a lot in tall women. So you kind of start to hunch over and your shoulders roll forward and you're protecting your heart. You know, you've gone through so many heartbreaking tragedies that you begin to protect your heart and that starts a curvature of the back of the spine that eventually creates that humpback appearance. Well, it was already showing up in pictures, like I mentioned, but I found this chiropractor who specialized in what he calls chiropractic biophysics and it's a specific modality and it's traction therapy. And so for the last year and a half, two years, I've been going through this excruciatingly painful traction therapy. And what I realized, because here's something that I know, is that, you know, the saying the issues are in the tissues. Mm -hmm. So getting a curve like that is not something that happens overnight. It's not the result of one car accident. It's not the result of like one illness. Getting something like that is years and years of struggle and stress and not having a way to release the toxicity from your body. It's just, you know, we talk about becoming strong and resilient. 
And so I'm a very strong and resilient person, but the impact my body was taking was not as strong as I thought it was. And all of that trauma is stored in our bodies because our bodies are like libraries and they are keeping record of everything that has happened to us since birth. And now studies are even showing that it's even in the fetal stages. So what's fascinating about that is when I started going through this traction therapy, it's like it started breaking me open. And, you know, Sarah, what happens when you break open a pinata? (laughs) An explosion. Right. And so I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who I actually write about in the book. Her name is Jessica. Um, She's kind of like my, some people call her my magical Reiki goddess. Mm. Because she's a therapist, she is a psychotherapist, and she's a Reiki master. So she's got like this trifecta superpower. But she understands that such a deep level, like the teachings of Louise Hay and how emotions manifest as physical issues. And so she knows like the kyphosis was caused by all this broken heart situation. And she was the one who warned me. She said, Mary, when you go through this traction, she goes, those emotions are stuck in you and they're going to break open. And so this last year and a half has been like an unraveling of, and it's been a healing though. It's been like an unraveling and a healing of the same time of all of these emotional tragedies that some of which I have not had the time to deal with because when you're going through the soul crushing divorce, you still have to get dinner on the table, (laughs) right? You know, you still have to go to work. You might go sit in your closet and cry, but then the kid's knocking on the door and needs something and you have to stop. So you don't grieve the way that you need to grieve and it gets stuck in your body. And so again, you know, this is actually a beautiful thing because this unraveling that I'm going through, it's bringing me even more gifts. It's bringing me even more teachings and philosophies and things to understand about how powerful I really am because I've done all of these things in spite of having these issues. If you have family scattered all over and you have a hard time connecting to share these stories, this is a perfect way. And this is how I'm so most excited about using this myself is we have family all over the US. We have family in five or six different states. So we can share stories between the states seamlessly and really collect a lot more information from loved ones to share intergenerational stories for years to come. So we're very, very excited to use this for our own family. Additionally, it's a last minute gift idea. So again, if you are having a hard time getting gifts to family quickly over the holidays, whether they live near or far, this is a perfect solution for you. To save $20 on StoryWorth, go to storyworth.com slash shameless. This is for shameless moms only. Again, go to storyworth.com slash shameless to save $20 when you subscribe today. I will also have this linked up in the show notes. So you can pop over to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 188 with Mary Shores, and you'll see the link for StoryWorth there as well. All right, let's dive back in with Mary Shores. Right, right. So this is a good segue, I think, into one of your philosophies around cleanse versus clog. And I'm wondering if that philosophy was kind of built out of this experience and these realizations that you had going through this. Can you talk about that a little bit? I sure can. So first of all, cleanse and clog is one of the most exciting concepts that I have in the book. And it's chapter five of the book. It's actually the first chapter I wrote. And so we're about to take like a total 360 from the dark times. (laughs) (laughs) So one of my gifts is my, my superpower is creating things. You know, I just, I don't know. I just have this superpower of being able to create something out of nothing. And to understand cleanser clog, I like to introduce it like this. If we have infinite possibilities available to us in life, and I think that most of us believe that there's a difference between possibilities and probability. And also when we think about infinite possibility, I think that we sort of get this idea in our head that means that possibility means positive and good things. But the reality is, you know, Infinite possibilities means that I'm going to be ultra successful and become a best-selling author and I'm going to meet the man of my dreams and live my dream house and take the vacations and do the yoga retreat and, you know, my kid's going to go to Harvard and all of those things. But it also means 
the car accidents and the chaos and the bankruptcies and the financial troubles and the lost friendships and the breakups and the, you know, bad report cards. And it means all of that. And it also means every possibility in between, right? Mm -hmm. It means illness, you know, it just means all kinds of chaos. And cleanser clog is the best way that I have figured out to help people get in control of what possibilities they are creating. The difference between a possibility and a probability is a probability means it's more likely to happen based on the action you take. And so I started talking about this a long time ago and I would just, it was kind of in my customer service trainings and I would say, you know, everything you do in your relationships, everything you say, every word that comes out of your mouth, every choice you make in every relationship you have, whether that is your significant other, whether that's your children, whether that's your business partners, clients, customers, coworkers, friends, everyone, every word is either cleansing or clogging that relationship. Mm. And so what I'm really saying is everything you say is either creating a deeper connection or it's driving a disconnection. Yeah. And then after like a couple of years of teaching this in my like communication seminars, I started to realize, you know, this actually applies to every area of life. So for example, if I am on a diet and I want to lose 20 pounds, I don't need to learn a complicated diet program because I do not have time to learn keto and paleo. <laughs> like whatever, organic, flourless, sugarless, pumpkin muffins. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that. Anyway, right. here's my point. I can intuitively look at a piece of food and I can ask myself, if I eat this, is it going to cleanse me or clog me? In other words, I know if I look at an apple, you know, that's going to supply me with nutrients. That's a cleanse. But if I look at a Snickers bar, that's obviously a clog. Right. And so same thing, you know, eating the apple is connecting me deeper, making a deeper connection to my choice of wanting to lose 20 pounds and eating the Snickers bar is disconnecting me from that choice. But how does the same principle apply to your career? What are you doing to cleanse and clog your career? You know, like offline, I was telling you I'm getting ready to go to this big conference for Hay House, the speakers conference. You know, that's an example of a cleanse. I'm investing in myself to reach the outcome that I want, you know, and then how are you cleansing and clogging your finances, your spiritual growth, you know, your wellness routines. So if you divide each area of life, you know, you can follow these charts that I have in the book that will lead you to sort of creating a cleanser clog score. And I've had readers that are having so much fun with this because they're like, I just make all of my choices based on cleanser clog. And there's this, I like, love it. Cause it's so simple. It's easy. <laughs> you know, I have got so much complication in my life that it was so important for me to come up with simple concepts for this book because complexity does not breed success. Right. Simplicity right. breeds success every time. And yeah, so these ladies are like, the choices you make will shape your life forever. And sometimes our choices can be overwhelming. So if you can just look at a choice and say, cleanse or clog. And then to understand that it's not about perfection, that there's an 80-20 rule. So if we can think, how much would your life change, Sarah, if 80% of the time you were making cleansing connected choices? Oh, some big things would happen. It really is. And then 20% of the time, you know, have your piece of chocolate cake. Right. It's okay. You know, your friend will forgive you for your relationship faux pas, but not if it's consistent. You know what I mean? If you're making that mistake over and over again and they see that as a pattern, they're not going to be as forgiving. But, you know, so yeah, there's this 80-20 rule. And I promise you that if you really start to practice this philosophy, that within about 45 days, you're going to start to notice synchronicities in your life just everywhere. It's like this magical thing that the universe does. When you start getting yourself and your choices in alignment, then the universe like comes up and meets you halfway. And my belief is Actually, all of those opportunities were around you already. You just couldn't see them right? or you couldn't connect to them. Right. But when you start taking right action in the direction of what you want, then the opportunities around you just like become magical. 
totally. I'm so fascinated by this concept because, like I said, I love the simplicity of it. But right now, I'm sure every listener is doing this. I'm thinking of like different areas where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obviously clogging in that one area of my life. Like, and now I'm so excited. Like, as soon as we're done with this recording, I'm going to be like, okay, I need to go to cleanse. <laughs> I can think of things I want to do immediately and some things I've been like already considering that I'm where I'm like, oh, this certain thing is like really holding me back. I need to figure out how to process or rework it. And now I'm like, oh, I just need to go like I need to cleanse it. I need to like either take this clogging element out or shift directions. Like I can immediately see how I can put this into action, which I love. It's so helpful. I know you have with the book, with conscious communication, you have a really amazing guidebook. And does that walk people through some of this kind of learning how to use cleanse versus clog? Yes. So there's a cleanse and clog chart so that you can keep track of it and the guidebook. And also, you know, like I mentioned, that's chapter five and there are coaching exercises all throughout the book and they kind of stack on each other. So once you do one, you know, the next one, they're sort of designed to go in order. But I think cleanse or clog is something we can all understand. But if you take the time to do the other coaching, I don't know, homework assignments, (laughs) If you do the work in the book, then you're just going to really start to notice some pivots in your life. And you'll notice them, you know, like once you get all your ducks in a row and you get everything in alignment, let me just say, a lot of people are writing me letters telling me how much this is changing their life. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Oh, that's so cool. I'll have your book, but I'll also have the guidebook linked up in the show notes so that people can start working through some of these activities that you're mentioning. And that's over at shamelessmom.com. Click on episode 188. So you guys can have access to the book and the workbook. So I want to talk about the neuroscience of personal development, because I'm constantly preaching personal development. And it's a huge part of my life. I read every morning, I read personal development reading material. And I'm kind of obsessed, but it's really transformative over time. Like it really has impacted when I'm aware of my intake of information that can change the way I think it has been life-changing over the course of time. So can you talk to us about the neuroscience of personal development? Sure. Yeah. A word you said earlier in the show was mindset. And, you know, that's what I think about with neuroscience. So we all have a certain mindset or a set of patterns, habits, behaviors, whatever you want to call them, that really drive us on a day-to-day basis. And research is showing, you know, we have tens of thousands of thoughts every day and that a significantly high percentage of them, like 90% are exactly the same as the day before. Now, the reason that that is true is because we all have these neural pathways in our subconscious mind and neural pathways are like the highway system of the brain. And so when you start down that road, you know, that's the only way where the place the, the road leads. And so our neural pathways are really developed over a lifetime of our experiences. And that's okay because they are what they are. And the thing that's really fascinating is how you can change them. So a lot of people are talking about like changing your mindset 
And so again, you know, like that's where my superpower is. I can really help people to create a mindset that is going to serve them to create the life of their dreams. And so if you are a person, Sarah, who's like devouring personal development material the way I am, actually, I'm just going to recommend my book to you personally, because Mm -hmm. You will love it. And because it's that's what the whole thing is about. But instead of it kind of going down that direction of any kind of woo woo sciences, it's really talking about it from a scientific point of view, because I've always felt like science and spirituality are talking about the same thing, but they're using two different languages. And my book really sits at this crossroads where I take these sort of mystical concepts, but then I explain them through science. And then also the coaching exercises are designed to build the new neural pathways. Mm. Because if you want to change a behavior, what you need to do is create a new neural pathway. So just like I was saying that that highway system in your brain, you have to put a new road under construction. And then you have to stop using the old road. Because just like in, you know, our roads, if there's a road that doesn't have maintenance on it, after a while, that road begins to crumble and become unusable. But the new road, you want to feed that one. And it's just as simple sometimes as planting a seed. And then once you've planted that seed, you can just allow it to grow. And you really will see miraculous things happen in your life if you understand the concept. Even if you don't understand the science part, that doesn't matter. It's doing the daily practices that matter. Right. Well, in the daily practices, it's that's so compounding. And I think that that's what a lot of this is. I mean, even when you go back to cleanse versus clog, it's like small little steps over time, which is... I think freeing because it doesn't have to be like a massive overhaul. So I always talk about like, I read 10 minutes in the morning. I don't sit down and read like three chapters or for an hour or like, you know, it's just 10 minutes. And sometimes the 10 minutes is actually like eight minutes or five minutes. So it is these like small little steps, small cleansing steps where you're repeatedly choosing cleanse over clog that I think makes such a difference and really do change your head over time. But that's so much different than just saying like, read these 13 books, you know, in the next two weeks, and you'll be in a totally different place. Like that's not how it works. Well, and I think it's really, really an important point that you just said, because I for years was a total workshop junkie, meaning like any workshop or weekend retreat that that promised an instant transformation, like I was all in. Mm -hmm. And I would always notice that at the end of the retreat, the other people would be kind of looking at each other going, yeah, I've changed my life, rah, 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 you know, and I'm kind of going looking in the mirror saying, well, I'm still the same person. So (laughs) I don't think this worked on me. And I started started developing this belief Like it was working on everyone else, but not me. Mm. But then what I noticed is if you come back, you circle back to those very same people three weeks later, they hadn't changed. They were just riding on the high energy of the event. They're wrapped up in the moment. In the moment. And it's a beautiful thing because I feel that energy too. And I love the way that feels. But here's the beautiful part. So you know what? Transformation doesn't happen in a weekend. And yeah, you're right. Transformation doesn't happen if you read 13 books in two weeks. But transformation happens in small pivots over time when you're taking baby steps, you know, and you're taking one step in the direction of developing your life the way it wants. When you look back in five years, you will see how far you've come and it will blow your mind. So I just totally in agreement with you about that. And I think it's a beautiful thing because we don't want to set up these expectations like we're going to go off to the, you know, whatever retreat and come back and have this like transformative moment, like we had a near death experience or something. Right. Right. I want to shift into affirmations a little bit. And I'm going to give an example. So an episode I recorded recently, talked about the way women talk to themselves. And a lot of it is like, kind of supposed to be funny. And some of the examples that I used were like women who say like, Oh, I'm just such a hot mess. And I'm, I never had my head screwed on straight and things like that. And we say these things to ourselves. And it's kind of this like, Oh, ha ha ha. Like, it's it's just this funny, but like, slightly disempowering comments that we make all the time. And you and I in our pre interview, you made a comment about something. I don't remember the specific comment. But right after you said it, you were like, Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that that's a really bad affirmation. Like so that the things I think we both acknowledge the things that we say out loud, or even the things that we think in our head, but that we like embrace repeatedly, makes such a big difference. And I think that we are very conditioned to do that in just like slightly minimizing ways over time, which I think is what really contributes to women not standing in their power. 
So can you talk about different kinds of affirmations that you use and that you recommend to the women that you work with and how can we start to use them today to kind of do the opposite of maybe what we've culturally trained ourselves to do? Uh, sure. And so affirmations, it's a significant part of the book. Like there's snippets of it throughout, but the reason affirmations work is because remember when I was talking about building those new roads in your subconscious mind? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you say I'm a train wreck <laughs> or I'm a hot mess, you already believe that about yourself and you think it's funny because yeah, we slightly like in a sarcastic way, make fun of ourselves about it. But it's so ironic. You would ask me this because just this morning I was reading my Florence Scoville Shin book, which is a book that was written in 1925. It was sort of like the precursor. Scoville Shin is like the precursor to Louise Hay. So that's like who Louise learned from. Okay. And Hay House actually just released, re-released her book. But she's talking about that. She goes, don't make fun of yourself in yeah. these like lighthearted, humorous ways, because what you're doing is you're strengthening the neural network and you're creating the train wreck life. I think right. she was calling it a train wreck, but in today's world, we say hot mess. You're creating the hot mess mm -hmm. every time you say that. So you're doing the road maintenance on that particular highway in your brain. And so it's really important. And I think the affirmation I said, just again, making fun of myself, I think I said, oh, I did that the hard way. Right. And then I immediately corrected it and I said, nope, I'm doing things the easy way. So let's talk about some easy ones. So I think I was resistant to affirmations because I thought this sounds silly. And I was not into silly. So <laughs> I and I, I started, I should tell you, sorry to interrupt. I should just tell you, cause I totally agree. And I've actually tried doing affirmations before. And especially if I was actually following a certain protocol that was like, sit and read these out loud. And I was like sitting in my house and I was like, oh my gosh, if someone else walks in the room right now, like I'm embarrassed. And so it's felt silly to me as well, but I also see the power in it. So I, I want to say that like, you're not alone in this feeling silly. And how do I make this seem normal and something that I can embrace. I know. And so many people do say that, or they start to admit like some of the resistance they had to right. say that things were true that aren't true because there's been this push for like, Oh, if you say the word not, then the universe is going to provide that for you. It's like, okay, the universe is a little bit smarter than that. <laughs> Let's just calm the, what I call it, the law of attraction police. Let's just calm that down. But here's the thing that I have learned. So I, I was super resistant. So what I did was I wrote them down. So instead of saying them out loud, because I just felt way too silly to do that, right. I wrote a page of affirmations every single day for a year. And it completely transformed me from the inside out. It created all kinds of new neural networks. Of course, I was researching the hell out of this the entire time I was doing it. And I talked to a hypnotherapist, a friend of mine, and she said, when you can have a repeated thought like 2,500 times, you've really started that neural network. Wow. And so when I had that kind of information, I was like, all right, this is worth it. But then it becomes like, how do you make the affirmations? Because like, okay, let's start easy. If you're somebody who's looking for a job, maybe the best affirmation, if it doesn't make you feel good, the affirmation should make you feel good. So if you say, I have the best job in the world, and that's like total BS, don't say it. Don't force it on yourself. Because if you do, then you're actually reinforcing the negative neural network and you don't want to do that. So what you say instead is opportunities are around me, or you say opportunities find me every day or more and more in every way, you know, you can make it rhyme. Opportunities come my way. I don't necessarily need to make mine rhyme, but some people like that. So, so <laughs> I just started thinking about like, what do I want to be true in my life? And so I would start to say things like, guide me to thoughts in harmony with my core desires. Help me rendezvous with like-minded people. Show me my power. And lately I've been saying like, especially if I have a speaking job that day, because sometimes I still get nervous. So I start to say something amazing is going to happen today. Something amazing is going to happen today. Oh, I love so that. I can really create this internal self-talk that serves me. And if people are still resistant to the idea of self-talk, I just want to say it like this. If your best friend came to you and said, oh my God, Sarah, you know, I just did this awful thing. I made this mistake on my whatever, you know, my taxes. And I am just like, so just freaking upset right now. I can't believe how I could be so stupid. 
you're probably not going to look at that friend and say, you're so stupid. How could you do such a dumb thing? Right. You're going to hug your friend. You're going to tell her like, yes, you're going to tell them, you know what? Like, Mary, you're an amazing person. You're going to figure this out. Like, what can I do to help you? But when I am talking to myself about the mistake, guess what I do? Like it's personal or self-emotional abuse. Yes, exactly. Emotional self-abuse. Absolutely. And so affirmations, if you get into a practice of them, like, so again, and I'm not about rules. So I love it that you said, like you tried to force yourself to follow like a program. I'm so not that person. I cannot handle rules. I have to do, I mean, cause you know, here's the thing. There are so many ways that work and just do the one that makes you feel happy and that you're comfortable with. And so for me, That meant writing them down on paper. And after I spent a year writing them down on paper, I got really good at them and I could say them. And now I have this like magical power when people come to me and they're like, this is what I want. And then I can give them an affirmation. I know the one that's right for them because their face literally like lights up like a Christmas tree. Oh, that's so cool. So cool. Okay. Oh, this has been so exciting. And I'm like, I want to go sit down and work on my cleansing and clogging and write down my affirmations. And this has been really, really great. I so appreciate this. I want you to tell everyone, where can we find you? And where can we find your books and all that? Every link you mentioned will be linked up in my show notes over at shamelessmom.com if people want to click on episode 188. But go ahead and point us in the right direction. I love episode 188 because my phone number at my office is 1888. (gasps) Oh my gosh. So, I, I know. It. We just need an extra eight on yours. <laughs> so someday, anyway. someday it will be that. That's <laughs> right. That many. You're going to get up to eight. And oh, I want to be the guest when it's 1880. Yes. So, so I will make a note. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am so easy to find you guys. You can find me on any social media under just my name, Mary Shores, S-H-O-R-E-S. I also have a Facebook group that if you want to join it, you can. It's called Fearless Ambition. And it's kind of like I put little daily coaching exercises and it's nothing too serious. So I'd love to see you there. The book I'm so excited to say has spent time in the number one spot in the self-esteem category, number two in communications and number three in happiness, which is really funny because I am not the poster child for happiness, (laughs) but whatever, you know, so it's called conscious communications. It's definitely available on Amazon. It's in most of the Barnes and Noble stores. And I just want to mention that Barnes and Noble has been really good to me. The people like in my local store, they have just been so nice and kind to me. And I really appreciate them a lot. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so we are about out of time. I want to do two things. First, I just want to acknowledge you for coming on the show. And I know we talked a little bit outside of your normal scope of conversation. We dove into some of your background with your family and some of the trauma that you experienced. And I just so appreciate you sharing that openly. I know it's probably not easy to talk about, but I also know how helpful and inspiring it is to hear people's stories and to hear how you have rewritten your own story. So I really thank you for participating in that conversation with me. Oh, you're welcome. And then we do have our Shameless Mommy Minute lightning round. So are you ready? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. What is your favorite way to treat yourself? Massages. Yes. What's the current book that you're reading or the last one you read? Captivate, I'm reading by Vanessa Van Edwards. Ooh, I like that title. What is one morning ritual you can't live without? Coffee. Who was your biggest inspiration? Louise Hay. Nice. If you could give all moms one superpower, what would it be and why? The ability to feed your children's mind, hands down. (laughs) Or just feed your children. Or just feed them. Chocolate (laughs) and coffee. I thought you were going to say to feed your children, (laughs) like, hand free. (laughs) No, I love it. Create their mindset. You are what is in control of the way they will be thinking in the future. And so it is so important that you loosen your grip on your expectations of them and teach them that the most important thing that they could ever learn when they are a child is to be in control of their way that they think. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So powerful. It's a perfect place to end it. Mary, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I really appreciate you being here. And you have to come back definitely for episode 1888, but maybe before then too. 
Thank you so much for spending time with Mary and me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I hope you learned something new. I hope you feel inspired to look at your life in maybe a different way, to maybe start considering how you can impact your mindset in a more powerful way every day. Lots of great stuff here. So I know you're all feeling super inspired to go look at how you manage cleanse versus clog in your own life. So I'm so grateful to Mary for participating in this conversation with me and sharing with you all as well. Remember, you can get anything mentioned in the show, any links from our sponsors or from Mary, go to Shameless Mom com and click on episode 188. And a big thank you to today's sponsor, StoryWorth. Make sure you pop over to storyworth.com slash shameless to get started today building your own stories with your family. And if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we do release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. So please come back in just a few days for another episode. We will be here talking all things powerful and exciting and strong and brave and bold and all those kinds of things that we do when we're shameless, right? So I can't wait to be back here in a couple more days. And make sure you subscribe to the show. You can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You get all episodes as soon as they are released. If you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, that drops you into Apple Podcasts where you can go ahead and subscribe to the show. You can also leave a review. So just pop in, leave a couple sentences about what the show means to you. And by the way, do this on your phone. It's way easier on your phone. It's way more direct. So go to shamelessmom.com slash review. You can leave a review. You subscribe to the show and we get to hang out together two days a week, every single week, every Monday and Wednesday. So I can't wait to be back here in a couple days with you. And between now and then, no matter what you do, make sure you do it shamelessly. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.